well, we can say Merry Christmas now, and it's actually Christmas. So, what a great gift that we're gathered here tonight to celebrate this vigil mass for Christmas. That we celebrate in a very profound and tangible way the birth of God. The Lord come in the flesh. And so I invite us to pray. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, we give you permission to do whatever you desire to do. We pray that our minds and hearts and souls would be fertile soil for your gospel, that it may bear great fruit in our life. Lord, illuminate the scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. What are you hoping for? What do you want for Christmas? Something I, I think in, in families all throughout the last two months or maybe even before that, maybe since last January, folks have been, oh, this, is, this is what I want for Christmas. This is what I'm longing for for Christmas. Maybe if we're young, uh, there's a particular item or something that we really want. Maybe if we're old, there's a particular item that we want. Maybe it's something else. There's a, a healing of a relationship. There's a longing for a job opportunity, whatever it is. What I want us to think about is that underneath all of those things, what do you really desire? Like, why do you want that thing? Why do you want that particular item? Why do you want that particular thing to happen? Why do you want the healing of that relationship? Why do you want this position, whatever it is? Why do you want it? And the, the reason that we desire it is because there is a longing for happiness and fulfillment. If we peel back all the desires, whether tonight you're just like, I can't wait to get home, Father. Like, I hope this is like a two-minute homily. So I can get home and crank back some eggnog, right, or some gumbo or whatever it is. Whatever it is behind the simple longing or the deep longing is a longing for love and fulfillment. Because that is the base human desire. It is the base human desire that everything, we want something because that's the why. I want to be fulfilled. I want to be happy. And the only thing that really brings me happiness is love. And this word love, we, we toss it around a lot in our culture. We toss it around a lot like, I love pizza. A lot of people love Joe Burrow right now, you know. <laughs> a lot of folks loving Joe Burrow for good reason, right? What is the deeper meaning of love? When we speak about our hearts long for this, what is that deeper meaning? And it is, it is what we long for is an infinite love. You know, there's a, there's a lot of talk today and where we are, what's going on, of folks asking the question again, and this is an age-old question, does God even exist? Like, here we are today, and maybe some of you tonight are asking that question, like, 
I'm here because maybe I feel like I'm supposed to be here. I'm here maybe I, I want to be here, but I'm struggling with this question. I'm here only because my grandma said, boy, no gas money if you don't get to church, right? Maybe some of us are asking the question, like, is this even real? Like what we're celebrating tonight, the birth of Christ, is that just some cute story or is this real? Is what we're saying that our God took on flesh? He took on flesh to come and offer his life for us for one reason. It's because he loved us. It's because he loved us. Because there was no other way for us to be saved, right? That the Lord come and chose to offer his life for us. Because he wanted to heal us, to forgive us, to grant us eternal salvation, and to draw us into his heart. And it is this love, this is the infinite love that our heart longs for. And I believe fundamentally, like, you can go through St. Thomas Aquinas's five proofs for the existence of God or all the different philosophical things that are there. But for me, the thing that proves God's existence more than anything else is that there is nothing on this planet that can ultimately satisfy the human heart's desire for love. Nothing. There is nothing here no amount of power, no amount of pleasure, no amount of success, no perfect relationship can ultimately satisfy the longing of our hearts. And so because if we have this infinite desire, if the desire for love is infinite, then there must be an infinite being that can fulfill it. If there's an infinite longing, if there's something that's there, if there's an infinite longing, there must be an infinite being that can fulfill that desire, and that is the Lord. And our God has come. He's not just some vague God. He is the Lord who says he wants us to know him. I mean, we live in the time where Jesus said, he said, blessed are your eyes that see what they see and your ears that hear what they hear because the prophets of old long to hear this and they long to see it, but they did not. But we live, brothers and sisters, after the incarnation. That we can hear the gospel message. That we can see, and yes, no, not physically in the sense in the flesh of Christ, but we can see him present. Our God come in human nature. You know, the, the trick of the human heart, right, the thing that kind of gets us all the time is that we think the next thing around the corner can ultimately bring us that fulfillment. Right, like, hey, Father, like, come on, man. You're already, like, two minutes over the two-minute homily, uh, and I just want the gumbo. I just want the gumbo. And we think if I could just get that, or maybe there's some, some, some younger folks in the congregation tonight that are like, for like three months, and say, hey, mom and dad, if I just get this toy, I'll never ask for another toy again. Right? Wait till next week, right? 
Maybe we can remember, or, or, or if we're in high school now, it's like, oh, if, if I just make the team, or if we just win this game, or if I just get this relationship, or if I just get into this college, and I can just graduate here, if I just get that job, if I can just marry this person, like if I just get there, like that's the thing. If I get that thing, then that'll be it. When we obtain our heart's desire, and then there is the awareness that it doesn't ultimately satisfy. That the heart longs for more. And this again, my brothers and sisters, it, it points to the fact that only the Lord can do that. Only God. There's a spiritual writer who, who kind of puts it this way. He says that at the beginning of our creation, when we were knit in our mother's womb, that the Lord gave us a kiss. That he kissed our soul. And at that moment, we experienced pure love. And this is the horizon, right? This is the horizon upon which every experience we experience just fades. It just fades. And it just fades. Because we remember this first love. And we long for it. And this desire, this disquiet, like if you came in here tonight like, gosh, man. And my heart is just heavy. My heart is just longing. There just has to be something more. Blessed be God for that feeling. Because that is the feeling that points us towards heaven. That is the feeling that points us toward Christ. That he and he alone can satisfy our hearts. That he and he alone is our Savior. St. John of the Cross, would, he called this the questioning of the creatures. And I'm going to read this quote here. It says, we ask this experience or this person, are you the one, right? Like, is this person the one to satisfy the longing of my hearts? But they say to us, no, what you are looking for is not here, but he has passed by, scattering his beauty as he went. What attracts us in creatures is the reflection of God's beauty. The creatures are honest, he says. They tell us plainly because they do not completely satisfy our desire that they are not enough to fulfill the longing in our hearts. The testing of the creatures. Are you the one? Well, tonight, the Lord comes to us and he says, I am the one. The one that you're looking for, Jesus Christ, in the flesh, says, I am the one. And it is on us. Will we open the door of our hearts to him? Will we allow him to enter? In scripture, Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. And to anyone who opens I will enter in with the Father, and we will dine with you. Tonight, again, or maybe for the first time, will we open our hearts to Christ? And this is the one thing he asks of us. He says this, this is his first sermon, right? Repent and believe in the gospel. And what is repent? We think that's like a bad word. It's not a bad word. It's a beautiful word. It means I want to turn away from only satisfy my turn away from the things that I'm grasping onto, the things that I think that will ultimately satisfy my heart that do not. I want to turn from them and turn towards Christ. Turn toward his mercy. Turn towards his forgiveness. Because only in him do our hearts find rest.
Only in him do we find salvation and grace and mercy and truth. And so tonight, if your heart, if my heart is asking, Lord, are you the one? Then let us hear him say, yes. Yes, I am the one. I'm the only one that can satisfy the longing of your heart. And I promise you this, that when we let Jesus occupy that place, the primary place in our hearts, when we turn from sin and turn towards the Lord and allow him to love us, and this is the thing, we don't have to earn God's love. We do not have to earn God's love. The Lord wants us to grow in virtue, yes. He wants us not to sin, but his love is first. St. Paul is clear. If you come here often, you've memorized this just because I've said it a thousand times. Romans 5, 8, God proves his love for us that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. So it is not about us fixing ourselves. It's like, Lord, come and heal me, restore me, love me. And it is his love that changes and transforms and heals our life. So tonight, are you, we ask the question to Jesus, are you the one? Let us hear him say, yes, I am the one. Let me enter. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to open your hearts to Christ for the first time or anew tonight. Because only he can satisfy the longing of our hearts that longs for infinite and perfect love. Lord Jesus, are you the one? And he responds to us, yes, I am. And the one.